Have you got any special recollections for um, 100 episodes? Or um, should we just make this an absolute banger? Uh, yeah, yeah, just make it a banger. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Ian, he's Ollie. Hi. We're both guys. We're doing our 100th wow. podcast, and it's a Christmassy special and a look ahead extra special. It's the Guys on Film podcast. No, 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 19. What about that? That's off, off the cuff. Uh, what's it got to do with any of what I just said? Um, 2019 look ahead. Ah, yeah. Okay. See? I was thinking, if, if one number was ingrained in my my mind, it was 100, but... Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Um, that, that'll do. Just that'll full do. disclosure for the uh, for the viewers, uh, I had not pre-thought of a little thing to say um, after Ian did the intro, so that was just literally fresh, plucked fresh the from first my brain. Thing yeah, first thing that came to mind. Thought box. Yeah. Um, okay, what's on this week's show? The last of this year. Ah, well, uh, I'm glad you asked, Ian. So what we've got is a Christmas film quiz entitled Twat, Dick, Prick, Wanker, or Ugh, He's Fine, um, in which I'll be giving you, Ian, a list of what I would say potential Christmas rot bags, and you'll be telling me Uh what category they they fit in, whether they be a dick, a twat, a prick, a wanker, or Ugh, they're actually fine. Okay. That sounds right up my street. Yeah, I think that most of like them. That sounds like something I'm you'll skilled enough with. to do off the cuff. I think I think most of them you'll be fine with. That's the problem. Okay. Yeah. No, um, you've not got rotten enough rot bags. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also we've got so it's our hundredth episode, so we'll be you know uh, celebrating that throughout in in some ways. Certainly, I might, I might my hundredth episode. You know? Do you remember? Oh, Ian, do you remember the first episode? Oh, yeah. What was it? Can you remember? Wrestlers. That's right, it was. It was Wrestlers. Yeah, that was a good one as well, actually. Good episode. It was a really long one. It was. It was very... The taut the experience that we provide today. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and then we'll be looking ahead to 2019. So this is like your classic guys on film look ahead that we used to do uh, once a month, but now we're doing once a year. Um, <laughs> so we'll be looking forward forwards and looking forward, I guess. We'll tell you which ones we're looking forward to, uh, to the year yeah. ahead, the year 2019. Are there any um, little um, tidbits of info you can give us about what you're most looking forward to, or do we just have to wait for that? Ooh, I think the one that I'm looking forward to could potentially be Killer. Killer? Yeah. This is a film I have no knowledge of. Well, I'm I mean, glad look, it was just, I've prepared. Look, it was just um, a cryptic clue. Oh. It's a okay. cryptic clue. So, you know, it could be about, uh, you know, a naughty man or woman. Not even. What's your favourite Christmas uh, Christmas song, Ian? Oh, probably fairy tale. Oh, mate. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> no, like, what's the 
that's a thing that's happened this year where everybody's started getting annoyed with people saying that their favourite film is Die Hard and their favourite Christmas song is Fairy Tale in New York. And you know what? People saying that they don't like people saying that is the thing that's getting annoying to me. Like, shut up. Get over yourself. I, well, I do I actually know... remember maybe our first Christmas episode, I said, hey, Ian, why don't we discuss whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas film or not? And you said, Ollie, that conversation has been done to death. And actually, it's starting to really annoy me now, the amount of people that are still banging on about it. So I do kind of get it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I kind of get it, but those people who are banging on about how annoying it is become annoying in and of themselves. Do you not think? Yeah. Yeah, just everyone everywhere, stop talking and start listening to the Guys on Film podcast. Are you ready for the, uh, the, the quiz? I was born ready for this quiz. Guys on Film. Yeah, but guys, we'll talk about film. It's the Guys on Film podcast for real. You know what guys talk about film. It's the Guys on Film podcast for real. So, Ian, um, the English language, and especially its expletives, it's, it's kind of a funny thing, isn't it? Because... Um. Well, because you've you got. Use it, but, well, hold yeah. on. Well, look, you know, you've got a twat, you've got a dick, prick, wanker, bastard, asshole. But they're all very, very subtly different, aren't they? Well, an arsehole's different to a dick. I mean, it is, but I could say. Do you not do an like, Ian, I could say, stop being a twat. Or I could say. Oh, my, my, my comment. Or I could be like, eh, but if I called you a wanker, if I said, stop being a wanker. That there's a definite yeah. scale there, isn't there? Like twat and dick, you can probably walk back from. But can mm. you really walk back from being a wanker? You can, but you leave a stream in the air. Exactly. Number three. <laughs> so, I mean, you could basically be just pratting around and taking things a little bit too far. And you could be a bit of a twat or a bit of a dick. But if you're actually purposefully you're, you're doing... You're a twat or a dick because you've been a prat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you've, you've been, been a bit of a prat, around. right? Exactly. Um, but, you know, if you've if you've been an absolute arsehole, then, you know, mm-hmm. and someone calls you a wanker, that's that's because, you, you know, you've, you, you know what you're doing. So basically, Ian, I've got a bunch okay, of yeah. uh, Christmas rock bags here, or potential ones, and I want uh-huh. you to tell me what category they fall under. And you can add new categories okay. if you want, if you don't agree with the ones that I've given. Or you can just say, right, actually, so, Ollie, you know what? They're fine. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna take note of the categories that you've listed. I've got a Sharpie in my hand and I've got green post-it notes at the ready. What are they? Twat? Dick. Twat. Dick. Uh-huh. Prick. Prick. Wanker. Uh-huh. And just actually fine. Okay. Oh, there. Fine. <coughs> okay. Perfect. And with that cough, let us begin. <laughs> okay, it's so... It's the ceremonial twat dick prick wanker. Oh, they're fine. Ceremonial cough. Okay, so first of all, uh, Home Alone's Home Alone... Uh, Kevin McAllister. Where do you think he falls? Okay. I mean, a controversial one because he's, you know, some might say he's thrust into a, 
you know, into a bad situation. But let's have a let's have a think about how he was pre home invasion. Mm. He was a little shit. (laughs) Now that Uh, this is the perfect use of the English language because. You know he's a child, so yeah, maybe he was just a little shit. What do the what do the Americans call them? Rotters. Yeah, stinkers. Stinker. Yeah, it's a little stinker. <laughs> um, I think I think of the list that you've given me, he'd be a little little prick before. In fact, does the uncle not call him a little prick? <laughs> I mean, we'd have to try and find that one out. If you know, then uh, please uh, write in or send us an email at guys on film. No. Podcast at gmail.com. That's the one, yeah. Okay, so you're going with uh, you're going with, with he's a he's a prick and you actually think that that's canon as well. It could be canon. Um but <laughs> what I'm saying is that pre getting left behind he's a little prick. But by the end, I think he's even better than Och they're fine. He he moves up to Yeah, I think I think he's realised what's important in life okay I mean I'd argue that that's still oh he's fine yeah but he's more than fine he's he's good by then okay Um, I think he gets called a little jerk a little jerk um, Uh, I mean that that works as well okay should we move on move on Ellis from Die Hard so he's he's the one he's the one that basically um, throws John McClane under the bus with Hans Gruber um, and calls Hans Gruber Bobby and says he's his white knight. He's that. He he's is. that little shit. He's that cocaine snorting little shit. But unfortunately, the variation on penis that you've given me in this list is not available because I'd okay. be going for a cock. You th- ah, he's a cock, right? Yeah, he's a right cock. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think on the basis of the list that you've given me, he's a wanker. Yeah. He can't walk back from what he's done. Yeah. He's he's a real shit of a guy. Yeah, agree. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Wanker. Okay, uh moving on. Harry Because he's doing it he's doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose. Uh okay. Uh Harry and Marv from Home Alone. Marv Oh, they're fine. Let him get on with it. He doesn't mean to hurt anyone until he gets really provoked with like that. Uh, right. So he's I he's the uh, taller uh, one, but the Joe Pesci one. Yeah, Harry. Um, I mean, he's a he's, nightmare, right? I mean, he real, would kill. He would kill Kevin McAllister. Uh, yeah, he's a bit of a dick, really, isn't he? Is that all, real... is that where you stop him? He's a yeah, I think so. Do you think he's a victim yeah. of circumstance? What, because he, he's taken on a life of crime because he doesn't have another skill? Yeah. Uh, no, that's more like Marv, I think. Buzz McAllister. Uh, prick. Agree. I'm, I'm, I'm being able to discern very clearly what the differences of these are now. Yeah, okay. Um, that's good. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I wanted to get. Uh, okay. Nobody thus far has been a twat, though. Well, let's see if the next think. one. Uh, can be that so um, Clark Griswold from um, Christmas Lampoon Vacation. Lampoon's Christmas no. Vacation. 
Christmas Lampoons, Christmas Lampoons. Christmas Lampoons uh, by the National Lampoon uh, Lampoon Squad. So, uh, here's the thing. I've never seen it. Oh, well, I just think he's probably a dick. Okay. He's okay. not quite as high as a twat. No, okay. well, he basically, like, have you, have you seen um, actual sort of National Lampoon's Vacation, where they go to Wally World? Um, I'm familiar with the format of them, but I haven't really seen any of them properly. Right. I mean, so he's basically he's he's got good intentions, but he he just messes things up all the time. So I don't think that makes him what like a, a wanker or anything. It just makes him a bit of a dick. Okay. 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 Gizmo from the Gremlins. He's a little twat, isn't he? Gizmo. Oh come on. <laughs> Come on, he eats that food. He does eat the food at night when he knows he shouldn't yeah, but do. But he's fucking starving. <laughs> and and the other, like, Corey Feldman and the main character guy are, like, leaving chicken out and stuff, aren't they? True. In Gremlins 1. So do you think actually they're it's caught? The, co- they're, they're the twats. They're the, yeah. I, I suppose they're, they're the twats. So what about Gizmo? Do you think he, oh, he's fine? Yeah. Everyone loves Gizmo. Okay. What about? Oh, he's a complete twat. <laughs> okay, so uh, Spike. So he's the, uh, you know, the real, real hard bad guy gremlin. I mean, he's just an uh, animal, isn't he? I mean, you know, he's just he's just an animal. He's just animal instincts or gremlin instincts. No, I think the gremlins have got a little bit more going on than than most oh, animals. Okay. Um, although maybe that's me thinking too much about Gremlins too, where they inject themselves with things to give themselves skills. <laughs> <laughs> pre um, pre the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, not digitally injected, but physically injected. Okay. I've been injected with intelligence. Um, I'm going to go with just uh, Dick. Okay. He's a real dick. Spike is a dick. Okay, right That's here nice, we go. Um, um, sorry, so on. Howard Langston, Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way. Um, I don't think he's any of twat dick pricker wanker. He's just an idiot. <laughs> well, what is is that a prat then? Yeah, somebody who has a lot of prat falls is probably an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, you know what? I was actually looking up the term "idiot" the other day for whatever reason, and it, oh, it's because of the recent news of um, American Congress challenging Google about uh, why, when you type the word "idiot," Donald Trump's face returns from uh, Google image search. But um, I searched "idiot," and the definition is: "Idiot was formerly a legal and psychiatric category of profound intellectual disability, in which person's mental age is two years or less, and he or she cannot guard against common dangers." Ah. Um, I think Arnie can guard against common dangers okay. and uncommon ones, like pro- projected um, small people and one enormous big person. Right. Because you were just saying he's basically a prat, though. He's misguided. Okay. I mean, he's doing he things should... for the right reasons, though. I think that's also, you know, fair to say. He's not He's not doing things because he's being being a dick. He's, he's, you know, ultimately trying to save Christmas for his, uh, for his lad. You know, it's just made me think of the story arc of Jingle All The Way. 
And uh, <laughs> at the start, he's a bit of a prick, actually. Okay. Because he, sp- he spends all that time in the office taking orders, and then he takes that call from his wife and says, thank you, you're my favourite customer, because it's just a line oh. he uses for everyone. Yeah. Um, he's just so a he take, he, he values work more highly than he does his family. But the thing is, rather than waiting until the very end to, to learn his lesson, he pretty much changes his tune as soon as he realises that he hasn't got the present in time. Right. And he'll do anything to get it. Okay. And I mean anything. With <laughs> anything with hilarious circumstances. Consequences. Um, um, consequences. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So within the same cinematic universe, uh, Sinbad. Oh, he's a real prick. <laughs> well, what makes him the any fact, different? Tell me what makes him a prick. It's just because he's like, meh. <laughs> that's, that's the way I typify his. his well, that's, like, that's definitely not the first time you've used that impression. Uh, for someone, meh. I can't remember what the last one was. Maybe it was like Deadpool or something, or yeah, it uh, was. It was yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's more meh than uh, Sinbad is. But um, Sinbad, what's his character's name? He's like a mailman. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a real a mailman, nasty yeah, but, piece like, of work, in... isn't he? He takes like a bomb to yeah. a local radio station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be yeah, fair, yeah, no he's, he's probably a wanker. Okay, um, and finally in this cinematic universe, Phil Hartman. Oh, the next door neighbour. Yeah. Oh, he makes my skin crawl. I think he's a creep. <laughs> he's very meh as well, but <laughs> in a Troy McClure way. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a sleaze, so I'd call him a prick, actually. A prick, so yeah. prick, a creepy prick, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I've very, got very all finally. the Chris- I've got all the Christmas presents under the tree. Oh, like, oh yeah. God, he's he's a nightmare. I mean, you know, he's he's basically after, uh, you know, after safely under my tree. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a nightmare of a human being, basically. Uh, okay, so here's one to Ian- throw back at you. What what do you reckon about the uh, the reindeer in Jingle All the Way? Oh, it's fine. Ugh, they're fine. Okay. Uh, Okay, finally. Potentially the biggest douchebag of them all, or is he Frank Cross, a.k.a. Bill Murray in Scrooged? Oh, he's all right. Yeah, he's fine, isn't he? He's he's fine by the end of it. He's he's fine by the end of it. That's all that matters. He is a bit of a dick all the way through, but it's Bill Murray, though. He's not really a dick, is he? No. That's the magic of cinema. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Absolute Christmas magic. You know, that's not really him. That's him doing an act, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so there yeah. we go. Uh, I mean, that I can't, was pretty good. I, I like that score, I can't score you out of that, but um, I think I think we've I all learned something about... 10 out of 10, about, Ali, I think, is the answer. Yeah. I think we've all learned something about, you know, the English language and its many subtleties and nuances... I think so too. Okay. Live score. How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of 10. Live score. 
probably like a, a four. So Ian, um, yeah, it's our hundredth episode. Wow! 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 A thousand wows all lined up to play uh, one after I the think other. 100. A hundred. Okay, I don't. I mean, we don't want to crash crash the network, right? Um, I think can we leave the thousand wows for um, a little bit later? Maybe the thousandth episode. Okay, so yeah, hundred. <laughs> I mean, a hundred episodes. Um, pretty good. It's pretty good going. Thinking back to, I mean, why did we start doing this? Because um, we wanted a film-related outlet, whilst it was going to be difficult for us to make films. Ah. But it, for me, it was community service. <laughs> Dickhead. No, uh, yeah, it was so. Yeah, we we did. We, you know, we started it with with good intentions, didn't we? And we've changed the format a lot over the years as well. We've been backwards and forwards, well, and you know, it is actually more like the five mat now because it is about the fifth change of format that we've done. Yeah, um, we just can't yeah. bloody get it right. You know that nothing we can. Yeah, I know. You just keep tuning, don't it's you? Fine. You just keep fine tuning it, and then um, realizing that the first thing we did was probably the best, and then go back to that. Yeah, uh, the early issues around whether or not we'd be able to make films. I think along the way we've we've proven that we can do it at a very basic level, and then as of today, I've now got some equipment that helps us perhaps do that going to do some camera tests with it so that's good two uh, years if, not totally you know, down the drain if you weren't uh you know privy to our conversation before or if you couldn't guess from what ian just said he's got himself a camera yeah got himself a camera for doing filming with and also obviously taking pictures but i think it'll i think it'll be good for us yeah i think so some filming with this yeah we'll probably try and do something pretty quickly and uh you know get get on it <laughs> yeah that's what the filmmakers are saying do something quickly and like just get on it just get on it uh, so yeah um, Ollie so what's your life score then on this momentous 100th episode well I've just come out of a weekend being having a bit of a, a winter cold one so I'm not uh-huh. feeling too good so I'm having to cough every now and again so this is going to be quite a hellish edit because there's going to be a lot of coughing from either side because I feel like you've got a bit of a cough as well yeah, I do. Okay, so um, I'm fine. Look, look, I'm I'm fine. Um, it's uh, my son Eric's tenth birthday this week. Wow! So ten. That's yeah, not so too the, bad, is it? So the birthday cake that you have made for him. Yeah, and yeah, okay. it's why well, it's my granddad's birthday. Nineties ninety four, and he's ninety four tomorrow, which is Tuesday. So that's yeah. also very impressive. He's uh, almost had as many years as we've had episodes. Huh. Um, the other thing is, uh, it's not Tuesday tomorrow for the listeners. No, it this won't is be. Sunday. Yeah, but they know what I mean. But that's the magic of podcast. podcasting. It. I mean, you know, you may <laughs> think this is live. You may think that when you press play on your podcast app, we're just ready to start talking. But that's not what happens. Um, Absolutely not. It's not what happens. But I'm fine. Uh, I've been to see three films at the cinema. I'm just going to quickly run through them all. So first of all, I went to see, I went to see Creed 2. Um, and as you know, I was quite up for this one. 
Creed is probably one of my favourite motivational sports films ever. I think it's really uh-huh. well made. I think the story's great. I think Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone are equally, um, you know, as good as each other in it. They're just, they're, they're brilliant. The way they bounce <laughs> off each other, you know, they, they both make the film. It's like a, a great double act. Um, I really think, enjoyed um, it. They were saying that on set. They were like, oh, really no, you were great in the first one. You no, were great. You no. were great in the first no, one. You were great, man. You were oh, great. no, no, no. You, we were just as equally good as one another. <laughs> I think that's what was. That's what the director would be saying anyway, just to make sure that you know, they, get <laughs> yeah. the, they get the performances. Um, and, you know, the final fight was good. I just thought it was all really great. So I've seen it a few times. Uh, Creed 2, it wasn't quite as good. Uh-huh. But I I've think, heard that. I think I expected that. Um, and there's a couple of reasons. We all know that Ivan Drago's in it and he's back. Um, I don't. I think the motivation for getting him back was actually pretty good. I quite like that. Um, but he wasn't in it anywhere near enough. But I guess when you start thinking about Rocky films, he was probably in it about as much as, you know, all the other, you know, baddies have been. But I liked okay. him. I liked his story arc. I just probably wanted a little bit more. Um, uh-huh. But let's say, for example, Creed and Creed 2 have these very sort of similar, a similar act structure with similar story beats. So you've got like the, you know, this fight at the start and then you've got like a, you know, some kind of big life-changing event that happens in the middle. In Creed 1, it was obviously Rocky Balboa's illness. In this one, it's something completely different. Um, and then at the end you've got the big fight and then obviously in that fight you've you know there will be a bit you know there will be a bit where where Creed's on the floor both something physical and emotional yeah well when he gets you know you know Creed's going to get knocked to the floor and he's going to have a moment where he's got to get back up again and in Creed the low point of Rocky being diagnosed with cancer and when Creed managed to get himself back off the floor both of those were like such a low point and a high point. I just thought they were amazing. And those two mirrored scenes in this film were both really badly handled. Um, okay. and, they, and it just kind of meant that you didn't get that low and you didn't get that high. Um, but okay. what I would say is the training montage was excellent. Wow. And the, the actual last fight was really good. Wow. Um, uh-huh. But it just it just didn't have that triumphant kind of you know get the fuck back up bit. Okay. It was a bit silly, if anything. Uh, but look, I thought it was fine. It just wasn't as good as the first one. That bit. Exactly. So we went to see uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, um, and that's a strong recommendation from me. I thought it was um, very impressive. The the graphics were like unbelievably good it looked amazing very weird style of jerky animation that's just slightly off-putting to begin with but it's really inventive it's pretty funny it's got a good storyline um it's quite emotional great action i I thought it was great anymore i've heard very good things about it okay and finally, I went to see Aquaman. That's a, that's a three thumbs up from three, all there. Three thumbs up. Uh, so I also went to see Aquaman. Um, and I'm at pains to recommend that one. I mean, it is just ridiculous. It's basically like a, a big blockbuster action film. It's got the look nailed. You know, all the underwater stuff is amazing. 
It's got so many action set pieces you don't know what to do with them. Um, it's got a pretty decent villain. You know, it's got a lot going for it, but it's just it's just ridiculous. It's a bit too long as well. Um, and a lot of it is like Power Rangers, which I noticed. Okay. A lot of it is like Power Rangers. Um, so explain is... the ridiculousness and explain the Power Rangers. Uh, well... The ridiculousness just comes from how wacky it all gets, which I, I quite liked. And it it kind of means that it's more like something like Clash of the Titans or, you know, Big Trouble in Little China or something like that, where it's it's silly and it's knowingly ridiculous. Like they know that okay. they know that all of this is just ridiculous. So as as far as they take it, it's quite it's quite fun in that respect. How far okay. visually it goes and how far into kind of the absurdity it goes is really good fun and I, I liked that. I thought for a you know for an action film for a blockbuster to go to the you know to go to where they do mm. visually and you know I, just, I thought that was pretty entertaining. Um and with Power Rangers it's the fights and it's the kind of the enemies there's a lot of enemies that are in kind of power armor suits that just look like they're straight out of um Power Rangers and they fight in a very similar uh, kung fu flippy hyper sped up way Um, and they they just it it just looks like that you go and see it and you'll you'll know what I mean straight away they it looks like Power Rangers Um, but again uh, I'm not sure if it's in a bad way have you seen um, the most recent new Power Rangers movie that came out I think mid this year no I think it was last year but I didn't see it no okay yeah um it's available on streaming services. We've got okay. a look. Uh, cool. So, big recommends on Enter the Spider Verse. Yeah, and Aquaman, I'd say approach with caution. But if you just want to have a like a, you know, I'm at pains to say like a turn your brain off one. There's enough there to pass two hours of daft entertainment. It's not terrible. How long is it? How long is it? I think it, it is about two hours, maybe a bit more. Two two fifteen. Do you want the official time? Uh, Ollie's official time. I mean, it felt quite long. It's the middle, the, it's two hours twenty-two minutes. That's a two-two-two. It's a triple-two. Get your two-two. It's a two-two-two. Um, okay. Uh, and and Spider-Man great. is one hour fifty-six. Oh God, even that's long. That's quite long. I but it didn't feel it one Didn't feel long. Didn't feel okay. long. So by. overall, all things considered, what is your life score for the hundredth hundredth episode? Probably an eight. Well, yeah, definitely an eight. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to commit, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So for me, I've been doing quite a lot of festive things. Went to a place called Winterville, um, which is like one of these like winter fairs. But it oh, had, I thought uh, that was uh, Jimmy Somerville's brother. What evil brother? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jimmy Winterville. Um, (laughs) Timmy Winterville. It was good. There was lots of uh, nice food there and um, festive drinks and whatnot, and uh, an almost completely abandoned child's um, fairground area, which was fun. Um, Didn't go on any rides, but got some great pictures of harrowing-looking fairground. Um, but overall, very nice vibes at that. Um, had a work Christmas party. I've had all the sorts of festive vibes. 
it's just it was lovely yeah it was all it's been a great couple of weeks of fest festivities um and we hope our listeners are having a great bunch of festivities as well yeah whatever persuasion they might be yeah um you know you could have just cake day if that's what you're up for yeah um i got an advent calendar as well it's a maltesers one what's the earliest in the morning you've ever had cake <laughs> um mm, i was trying to think of some savory food stuff that you call a cake so that i could mentally defeat you but unfortunately <laughs> i've not been able to think <laughs> um don't know about cake but i have i have chomped down some chocolate early in the morning especially on an advent calendar day oh yeah Ooh. have you got an advent calendar at the moment that's what i was saying i've got a maltesers one. Oh, i haven't got one yeah. yeah i got given it by work which is nice oh, is it on your desk it's on my desk. I had actually four to go back into today because oh, I lovely. forgot to have mine on Friday. Yeah, it's great. Excellent. Signpost that this is a Monday that we're recording on. Um, all of that stuff aside, you know, all I, I, less and less we get into our trials and tribulations in this podcast. Um, I've I've been served notice on my house because they're gonna sell it, and it does seem like they will do this time. I know I've been saying that for about two years on this podcast. I but, didn't realise um, you had a house. I thought you lived in like a big a block flat, of yeah. flats. It's not yeah, a house. Yeah, well, they're, they're selling the apartment that I live in uh, right, to Ian, a buyer. Let me explain some property to you. <laughs> I, I haven't got time for this. Carry on. What? Uh, the difference between a flat, an apartment and, and a house. house. And a bed set. Yeah. yeah. And a bungalow and a fungalow. <laughs> uh, I think that's what you call your shed for um, legal for purposes. Sort of nickname. <laughs> yeah, it's my fungalow. Um, so on the film front, I haven't actually really been to the cinema that much. I can't remember the last one that I saw in the cinema. But in the last two days alone, I've watched Uncle Buck. Hmm. Do you like it? I watched it last Christmas, and I've got to say. I know this is going to make me go down as a bad guy and probably on the, you know, dick scale, I'll probably be a wanker. But You, you know hate what? John Candy. No, I love John Candy and I love planes, trains and automobiles, but mm, I didn't really enjoy Uncle Buck. Okay. I don't know. It just felt like there was nothing, nothing happened. So Uncle Buck is uh, like basically the most world's most awkward teen of all time like she's just terrible to everyone around her um mm-hmm. totally irredeemable character that if she weren't related to you you wouldn't want to help um yeah. but he does his best to help her and obviously then she turns and they become best chums okay. um weird. sorry spoilers but um weird the means by which he gains her trust are quite severe um yeah it's a little bit weird and extreme. So I, this resides in the category of is it weird that um, the kid in Big gets off with the adult? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but basically John John Candy's character Spoiling is it. investigating deeply into like what this niece of his love life is like. And he's like, oh, you don't want to go out with him. And then in fairness... It does all pretty much go down the way that he suggests it will, because all guys at that age are all creeps. Exactly. Um, 
but, were a creep at that age. Um, well, I was never locked up in someone's boot or <laughs> trunk um, right. for the the creep creepness that I was doing. So maybe okay. put it that way. Um, I think it was an accept. I think it was completely acceptable, Holly. Okay. Um, but yeah, he locks up this kid in a car. So like 16, 17 year old boy in a car just because he's been like a bit nasty to his niece. And uh, then he threatens to do amateur dentistry on him with a drill. All stuff that's a little bit. Mm, not sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he fires golf balls at his head. So, anyway, that's Uncle Buck. I also watched Soylent Green in Brazil in a weird sci-fi sort of um, mad one on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, Really enjoyed Soylent Green this time round. Can't remember the last time I watched it, but I didn't really take that much away from it the first time, but really enjoyed it this time. Okay. Um, It's pretty good. And then, left the field. What did I put on yesterday when I was wrapping presents? Bad Mum's Christmas. Oh, how was that? As you'd expect. Forgettable. Forgettable, but tugs on the heartstrings in a classic Christmas film way um, towards the end would certainly make you cry. Um, but yeah, it's all right. I love a, like Ian, I love a good tug on the heartstrings. Is that what you do in your shed? It's weird. <laughs> you tug in your own heartstrings. <laughs> Uh, Ian, let me tell you about biology. <laughs> I haven't got time. Uh, no, that's two things that you're not able to school me on within the duration of this podcast. No. I'm going to say, apart from having to find a new flat as soon as next year starts, um, I'm about an eight as well. Eight. Okay. Eight, eight even. So that's an eight all round. Okay. Um... And special mention... For friend of the podcast, Peter Cater, who's about to have a new baby girl. Ah, Sorry, his his better half is about to have a baby girl. No, they are both having it. Physically. Oh, God, Ollie, there's a lot you've got to learn. <laughs> let's <laughs> so, move sorry, on. I don't have time for it. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Okay. Deep Ian. dive. Facts. I don't know how to do It's just that I must have put a lot of effort into this one. Information overload. I think I'll probably double check that. Ian, can I ask you a question? No. What oh, is... Go on. What is 2019? <laughs> it's the... Uh, it's exactly 2019 years since Jesus was born. Wow. Is it? <laughs> no. I thought he was born on Christmas Day. There's you know, no that's Born on Christmas Day. Not born on yeah. New Year's Day. Yeah, but I mean, they round up, don't they? They're <laughs> <laughs> no, just rounding it up, mate. It's just seven days later, isn't it? Yeah, true. I mean, what, a bit bank holiday sort of, you know, give give you the week off. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. I think that's um, what 2019 so, is. Okay, and Ian, um, <laughs> New Year's Eve, yeah. I'm not a fan. I, all I like to do is stay in, watch a few your movies. Shed. No. Tug in your shed, tugging your heartstring. I like to stay Relax. in, Relax. have some twiglets, maybe Ugh. after eight mints. Uh. 
and reheated corn roast and stuffing sandwiches and watch, um, you know, a film or two. What what goes into your stuffing in your non-meat world? Oh, just sage and onion. Mm. Bre- you know, the sort of bready sage and onion one, the Paxo, Paxo yeah, okay. vibe. Yeah. Um, so I don't like going out. I don't like going out on New Year's Eve because you know what? I think it's a I think it's a rip. I think you don't like going out that much normally anyway. I don't. I don't. But, you know, if there's one one night of the year that I especially don't like going out on, it would be yeah. it would be New Year's Eve. What what say you? I quite like going to friends' houses on New Year's night. Do they charge you to get in? Hogmanay. Um no. But they'll charge you for having been in. Okay. What? Uh, I don't know what that was meant to mean. <laughs> Oliver, I was alluding to the idea that you maybe would have committed offences in people's homes. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I don't really think I like going out to places for New Year. Um, I did that, I think, last year. Okay. Yeah, I did. And I wasn't, wasn't mad keen. It was all right, but... You know, right, we're over it now. But I tell you what, one th- I am looking forward to is the slate of movies that are due to come out over the next twelve months. Wow! So how do you want to go about this? I've got a whole bunch of uh, films listed in front of me in no particular order. How do you want to attack um, this monster? I mean, I've quickly of, would be good. I've got a sort of chronological order of them. Um, okay. But well, let's do that. I, but I've cut a bunch of stuff out from it because there's a lot announced already, and within it, there's a bunch of shite. And there are a couple of things there that I just don't think our listeners want to listen about. So let's get okay. into it. Yeah. Okay. The first, the the earliest one on this list is uh-huh. Backtrace. Now, have you seen anything about this? Backtrace. Yeah. No. The, this is, uh, I've been using the IMDb official uh, UK movie releases for 2019 list. Um, okay, we'll jump in with back. T- <laughs> fucking hell, chill out, mate. Um, <laughs> we'll jump in with Backtrace. It's uh, the official synopsis is here. The official synopsis. Can I just stop you? Why are you doing this one? Because it's got Stallone in it. Carry on. <laughs> confirmed Um, the lone surviving thief of a violent armoured car robbery is sprung from a high security facility and administered an experimental drug why are you doing Uh, this one (laughs) it just looks so bad I mean even from the even from the poster you can see that it's it's absolutely garbage out basically straight to petrol station well listen I looked at that poster and I here's exactly what I said I've written it down Who's this white-haired David Byrne, David Lynch-looking fucker anyway? <laughs> he looks... Uh, he's been in about three other films. Why is he a headline act with Stallone? <sighs> How's Stallone got himself in this mess? Anyway, that intrigued me enough to watch the trailer. And, and the standout quote was, his brain imaging says it's catastrophic amnesia. What? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I wasn't wrong. No. Okay, but moving um, swiftly on. Yeah, we'll move on. I will definitely watch that. Okay, um, okay second on my I'm list. Sold. I've, 
<laughs> his brain imaging says it's catastrophic amnesia. <laughs> it's like that one that had um, Dennis Quaid and Gary Oldman in it, where it was all forget. Oh no, Kevin Costner and yeah. Gary Oldman, and there was like a chip in a guy's head, and he couldn't remember things. <laughs> It's all like basically has been action stars <laughs> who are trying to <laughs> literally can't remember the script, but it gives them like that good far away stare that's needed for the characters. Um, Very good. But I think they're maybe trying to do a sort of memento type deal, but just doing it really badly. And has he so, got a leather jacket? He hasn't got a leather jacket. It's more of a sort of fleecy type affair. So maybe that's the new he, leather jacket. It didn't even get changed. <laughs> there was no wardrobe. Okay, second on my list, Stan and Ollie. No, oh man, I, I'm not. I'm not up for this one. No, really, I don't know why. I'm just. It <coughs> it looks kind of pointless. Um, and the trailer I, just shows I, you absolutely bloody everything as well. It does. I wrote a big hmm from me. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean Steve Coogan and John C. Riley. High chance that they'll be good in it. Of course but they will. It seem, but it seems very worthy. Yes. So for our viewers um, listening at home, the official synopsis is: The official synopsis. Laurel and Hardy, the world's most famous comedy duo, attempt to reignite their film careers as they embark on what becomes their swan song: a grueling theatre tour of post-war Britain. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're not up for it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, th- okay, I don't really well, know what else I can say about it. I, I mean, well, before we I know move a lot, on, a lot of people are excited about it, Ian. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, you know, it, it looks. No, we should shit on their dreams. We yeah, we should shit on, on your dreams. dreams. Yeah. Your dreams are now being shat on. Um, who's your favourite double act of all time? Yeah, of any variety, film or comedy or whatever, music. Uh, double act. Um, probably Sandra and Keanu. Ooh, that's interesting. That came to your mind. That's a good one. Hmm. Um, mine's probably Devito and Schwarzenegger. Yeah, although although I do like Pesci and De Niro when they. When they're together, I think that's a good. Ooh, yeah. That's a really good. Actually, I quite like Marvin Harry as well. Well, it, it should be interesting. It's, well, it should be. It is interesting that you say this because one of the films that's out this year is um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I'll give you the official synopsis. A faded is this, um, Quentin Tarantino. A faded TV actor and his stunt double embark on an odyssey to make a name for themselves in the film industry during the helter-skelter reign of terror in 1969, Los Angeles. And Ian, it's by Quentin Tarantino. Wow. Um, And the reason why I bring this up now is because Tarantino's described... So he's got Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, and he's described them as the most exciting star-dynamic duo since Robert Redford and Paul Newman. And I just wanted to bring to um, Tarantino's attention, you know, what about Danny Glover and Mel Gibson? Yeah. Sandra and Keanu. Gear yeah. and Roberts. Yeah. Cage and Travolta. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Snipes and Stallone. 
and Chan and Tucker. Oh, Chan and Tucker, yeah. What Chan about and Chan Tucker. and Wilson? Chan and Wilson. Wow. Chan it sounds like a Chan sounds like Wilson. a woman who was sounds like a woman that played a part in Baywatch. Chan, Chan and Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think all of those are, are very good um, dynamic duos as well. And you're right, yeah, yeah they Chan are. and Wilson are very good. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, actually. If in the um, if one of them plays the uh, stunt double for the other, do you think one of them was like? Do you think there was any backroom arguments about who was like the good-looking one, who was the real film star, and who was the muscly? I'd presume exercise-oriented stunt double. No. Who's the better-looking out of those two? Out of who? Out of the um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Uh, who's the better looking? Um, oh, I don't know. A prop. It's got, to be, I, it, it's got to be Brad Pitt. Really. It's probably got to be Pitt, really, hasn't it? But I mean, because you know, in his in his early boyish years, Leonardo DiCaprio for sure. But yeah. he's he's kind of gone like dad face. Who would you prefer to go out? Uh, to Laser Quest and then Nando's with mm, Leonardo DiCaprio, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. what my reasoning is. I guess. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all very grey, isn't it? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. who knows? Absolutely no idea. Okay. Um, um, I mean, I take it you're probably not up for that one because it's probably going to be five hours long. Um, I might go to the cinema and watch that one, actually. Um, okay. I don't know if I'll love it, but I'm willing to give it a go. Okay. I've uh, what's next I on quite like, list? I quite like the Manson... Um, Vibe. So, sort of, yeah, like that'll be an interesting time period to have it set in. Um, Moving on. Yeah, okay, you're keeping it going fast. Yeah. Um, next on my list, which was chronological order until you ruin things... Um, is Glass. Okay. So this stars Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, and James McAvoy, and is a sequel, I suppose, of yeah. two films released separately and now having their universes collided. Um, yeah. So Super Unbreakable. Collided. Yeah. Unbreakable. And um, what was the follow-up split. called? Split. Split. Split personality. Yeah. Split. Yeah. Split. split. Uh, I can give you the um, official synopsis. Security guard David Dunn uses his supernatural abilities to track Kevin Wendell Crumb, a disturbed man who has 24 personalities. Wow. Wow. So basically it's a sequel to the plot twist in Split. So um, what do you reckon having seen both? Because I've only seen Unbreakable. I didn't love Split. Um, I thought it was a a touch too boring. Much. No, that was just a bit boring, really. Um, okay. I'll probably still go and watch it. But writer and director M. Night Shyamalan says this movie is the first truly grounded comic book movie. And I wonder if that's like a good thing because, I mean, by their very nature, comics are supposed to be, you know, about escaping reality, aren't they? I mean, but to say well, this is the first boring comic book movie, isn't, isn't really is, selling is it to me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
<laughs> I feel like there's a part of that quote that you've changed somewhat. <laughs> well, this is our first boring comic book movie, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. It's just like it's the first truly ground. Who was? I mean, do we really want a truly grounded comic book movie? Do we? Mm, no. No. I mean, is it? Is it? All I'm saying is, it's like James Hetfield saying, "This is the first truly." Uh, you know, acoustic Metallica album was. I mean, that might be quite good. I'm, you know, I, I don't know what I'm saying, but you know. this is the first truly symphonic Metallica album. I mean, that would still uh, be quite good. I mean, I don't know. There's no analogy really. Um, no, certainly not one you can think of. <laughs> no. Okay, what's next on your list? Um, Vice. Okay, so actually, this will release on Christmas Day in the US. Okay. Uh, but it looks as though it's early next year in January for us. Uh, Christian Bale, Amy Adams, and Sam Rockwell star in official synopsis the story of Dick Cheney, an unassuming bureaucratic Washington insider who quickly, what? sorry, quietly wielded immense what? power as vice president to George W. Bush, reshaping the country and the globe in ways that we still feel today. Ooh. You certainly feel like <laughs> um, have, have you seen the trailer for this one? I've seen it quite a few times now, yeah. Uh, in the cinema? Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon? It's probably not one that I'm going to rush to see. It's, I mean, it's okay. not really my sort of film, going to be honest with no. you. No, um, okay. I like um, Christian Bale's belly in it. I think that, that's quite impressive. Yeah, I've heard that he's gut. very funny in this. Um, yeah, he looks good. I'm up. Um, I'm quite up for it. Actually. I think this is more my scene than the Big Short, actually. But okay. um, I mean, you and I are allowed to disagree. Yeah, it's kind of the spice of the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's your vice, Ollie? Crisps. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Very serious. What's, yeah. Yeah. God. Crisps. Knocking people's socks off with this stuff, aren't we? Um, Moving on. The next film on the list is Destroyer. What's that? Is it another straight to VHS affair? No. So this is um, a Nicole Kidman film. The oh yeah. Synopsis of this is. The official synopsis. A police detective reconnects with people from an undercover assignment in her distant past in order to make peace. Now. This is one of those ones where um, she's undergone some pretty serious, like, sort of makeup. Um, yeah. Oh, dark, yeah like... dark hair. Although she's she's got loads of wigs, some of them more convincing than others. But I guess like Massive as the characters in disguise, yeah. Um, then the wigs are kind of sometimes meant to look a little bit silly. Um, yeah. It reminds me a little bit of um, Monster, where Charlize Theron yeah. changes her look dramatically for that. Um, so, I guess this kind of reminds me of a couple of news stories where you know people in the UK undercover police sort of infiltrated people's lives and kind of lived a lie for years. Yeah, that's that's kind of what this looks like, and like okay. where the moral line you draw is so it looks pretty good and all the all the mad quotes in the trailer are all like the most powerful work that Kidman's ever done that sort of thing well I mean she has just come out of Aquaman as well so I mean you know it's got a it's a stark contrast yeah I mean she was quite good in it actually 
She uh, she had okay. she has this fight scene right at the very start, and it was it was brilliant. It was oh, so yeah. good, and you could see everything. Oh. Like um, being able to see things in fight scenes is the new not being able to see what's going on in fight scenes. It's amazing. Okay. I love I love this new trend. <laughs> Which so is what's actually next? like how it always used to look. Yeah. Um, what would your secret disguise be though if you had to go deep undercover? How do you know I'm already not? I can't discuss it. Let's move on. What would you do to blend in in Scotland? Um, well, I probably wouldn't talk for a start. I'd just so be like mute. Yeah, I'd just be like head nods and what? Well, kind of, you know. Here, have you seen that mute guy? Yeah. Why is he not talking? <laughs> yeah. Don't kick uh, his head down and see if he shouts. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'll probably just yeah. Wouldn't talk because I think that'd give the game away straight away. Okay, so uh, next on the list after Destroyer, we have the Lego Movie Two, the second movie. Fine, move on. Nothing Why? to say. It looks all because it looks good. It just looks fine. There's You're nothing. in such a rush, Ollie. But let, let's get to stuff that's actually worth talking about. I mean, is it look? I'll give you five seconds to tell me something about Lego Movie 2 that's worth talking about right now. I wanted to talk to you about what other toys you would like to see turned into a movie. (laughs) He-Man. Move on! (laughs) Yeah, He-Man. I've bloody told you already. I was uh, going to mention that they're also making a Playmobil movie next year that looks absolutely garbageo. Yeah, probably um, probably He Man and a He Man, maybe like Hot Wheels would be quite good. They um, made that. It's called Cars, mate. Yeah, but a better version with licensed. <laughs> you know, hold on, that's the uh, alarm going off. You you wonder oh. why I'm telling us to hurry up? This is why because the alarm's mate, gone off. You're giving this the edit of your life. You're going to give this the edit <laughs> of the year. <laughs> I haven't got time. <laughs> and I'm going to say on. to you. That's the edit of the year, Ollie. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> Captain I'm Marvel. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. <laughs> Mate, I've still got about 12 things on this list. Okay, fine. Well, let's just move. So, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Um, so, that's the one with the star named after a cheese. Brie Larson. The official synopsis. Carol Danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. And also sure, Samuel L. Jackson. On. Samuel L. Jackson's been de-aged AF. Yeah. What do you think about all this de-aging stuff? Uh, well, that's interesting, but the rest of this movie is not my thing, is it? Well, it's maybe not your thing, but I think... Actually, you know what? I think it looks quite good. I'm re- I was really sold on the trailer. I think it looks like it's going to be an emotional one. I think it's going to be an you- emotional one. So is she going to solve the whole uh, Last Avengers film thing? To maybe get set up maybe for she'll have game? something to do with it, yeah. But this one is actually set... The, the main thrust of the story is set in the 90s. Uh-huh. However, Ian, it do also... you know that nostalgia, yeah? Yeah, it also kind of charts her from a younger age as well. So um, I think she's going to basically... It's going to be a great origin story. She's going to discover who she is. Um, and then she's going to bloody take the fight to them and she's going to save Spider-Man and the Avengers and all that. Um, yeah, Spider-Man. also next year, you've got your Spider-Man, you've got your Avengers. It's fine. 
Right, we don't so, need to talk about one. With um, with that one, just to finish it off, is this the first Marvel film to have an entirely sort of female lead character like that, like Wonder Woman was for DC a couple of years ago? I think you're right. I think it is. Yeah. Do you think it will be as good? What's your thoughts? I, I think. Well, I think Marvel have got a track record of, you know, just making good. well of making better films. Yeah, but yeah. I did. I did really, really like Wonder Woman. So whether it's got a lot to. But I mean, Ian, why are we comparing them? Just because you know the two films are women in it. God, you know, they're just films. I think, I think things have changed quite significantly since then. Anyway, where people are just, you know, all I'm we expect is, it to be good anyway, right? Hold it up to all the films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all Move right. On. Okay, the next one: the kindergarten teacher. Have you seen the trailer for this? No. Is so this like the I'm, kindergarten cop, but like he's not a cop, he's just a teacher? It's Maggie Gyllenhaal playing Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, sounds good. I'm um, a kindergarten teacher in New York becomes obsessed with one of her students whom she believes is a child prod- what? prodigy. Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I wasn't going to watch the trailer, but I just clicked go on it and I got kind of hooked into it it looks pretty good okay. I think that's my dark horse for next year and I think I listened to an interview where there was a bit of talk about how she had to kind of fund a lot of it herself so um, she did her like and, a lot of um, cake sales and fun runs and stuff like that to get I don't think she has to mate she makes loads of money um, off IT <laughs> um all in one go, Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King all appear to be on the slate for 2019, and they're all more realistic versions of their cartoony predecessors, which I think is weird to do all of them in one year. Yeah, Disney. I've got I've got um, a note here saying too many of them now. Space them out a bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do one line. Uh, film stuff and I want you to reply with what you think about them until we hit one that you've got substantial notes on right okay. how's that sound Sounds Pet good. Cemetery remake with John Lithgow and Jason Clark. I've not got extensive notes but I'm probably up for it yeah I'm actually up for it because John Lithgow looks like the ideal replacement for the previous um, guy Okay, but uh, so Jason Clark's always up for it. casting terms it's fine mm, not for Jason Clark but okay. anyway Avengers Endgame uh, good Megadeth album but I mean yeah no. look I'm, I'm well up for it but it's don't the really spiritual to successor it. to Highlander Endgame yeah don't really need to uh, you know talk about it it's fine Rocket it's Man be good. is it a remake of the other Rocket Man no it's a uh, story of Elton John's life uh, God, Elton John's going to be about all over the place for the next couple. I of years. guess maybe not. Not too Here, first. No. Not here's me. the thing that I think might get you on this. Depicting him is Taron Egerton, your favourite from um, Eddie the Eagle. Eddie, Eddie mm, the Eagle. Yeah. I'm still not. No, nah, maybe. Look, I'm going to have to look into it. Okay. Uh, I think it's very much going to be like the Queen film from this year. Okay. Oh. Oh, loving it, um, but with good. but with someone that's still alive and making lots of money off John Lewis. Kinda, yeah, and is on this last three years like farewell tour. Um, <laughs> Godzilla, King of the Monsters, up five eight. Really, I think it looks shit. Really, uh, I mean, I was in, what he says about this podcast. Tell you I what, God, in... Godzilla has got some absolutely 
abrasive things to say about this podcast. Yeah, well, half of that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other um, yours, I think Eleven... Uh, sorry, Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> just does the thing that Eleven does by screaming and like holding her ears in the trailer. And Charles Dance, I'm up for. But Vera Farmiga, I think... She just does quite a lot of these films that are like straight to video, and I think having her in it. Well, this is going to the cinema. Brings it, brings it down. Pet, oh. I think. <laughs> it does. It does. It doesn't. Also, this does look pretty. I don't know. The first one was great, but what's this all about? It's just monsters fighting. Okay, you're up for that. I'm not. Yeah. Um, no, little to no information about this. Men in Black International. No, not really not up for it. No plot details. Don't need going. it. Don't need uh, it. There's a new Shaft movie. Probably don't need that either. Agree. Uh, Toy Story 4. Probably don't need that. Yep. Uh, Once Upon a Time Hollywood Recovered. Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, you probably don't need it, but I certainly need it. <laughs> I think it'll be good. You know, it's, um, the, it's the rock, it's the stave. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Joker. Um, yeah, so now here's where, where I've got some notes. Um, and actually going to be leading straight onto the one that I said that is going to be my dark horse potential I'm looking forward to the most of the year. The one you so, wanted to talk about the most that we've left until the better end. <laughs> yeah, so the joke, Joker looks fine. Um, looks like an origin story. And I think they're basically basing the Joker and his, you know, his normal human self pre-Joker on someone like Ted Bundy or some kind of seri- awkward serial killer, which leads me smoothly into a film called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. Um, Ooh, I'm gonna I've give not you seen anything about this. Official synopsis. <laughs> a chronicle of the times of... Uh, of, of the crimes of Ted Bundy from the perspective of his longtime girlfriend Elizabeth Clofer, Clo- uh, who refused to believe the truth about him for years. Um, so this this actually stars Zac Efron as Ted Bundy. Uh, wow. It's got John Malkovich and a few other people. It's got Haley Joel Osment in it. I mean, it could could be really bad, um, but I'm subject matter wise, it's going to be okay. Yeah, subject matter-wise. Um, oh, God, and in- it's got that guy from Big Bang Theory in it. Who's that? Um, I don't know, the guy that plays, like, the man-child. Yeah, but, I mean, if he's kind of like a weird, a weirdy sort of weird guy in it, then, you know, he might has be it okay. got? Has this film got Papa Het in it? Um, James Hetfield? Yes, it, it has. Looks- it looks to me as though Papa Het is playing um, Officer a police Bob officer. Haywood. Yeah. Yeah. So um, up, I mean, up it's, for it immediately. Let's get uh, yeah, it watched. Yeah, let's get it watched. I mean, I mean, it's probably going to be terrible. Um, yeah. It's by Joe Berlinger, who who originally did the documentaries called Paradise Lost, but he also mm. did um, Blair Witch Project Two. As well, oh, so yeah. I mean, which we both know had a hidden brilliant film. Had a in it. hidden brilliant film in it. So I mean, maybe this is going to be a brilliant film. So that's my um, top tip for something that might be good, but it also might be really terrible. You also do a pretty good job of hiding your brilliance, don't you? 
Yeah. Um, and the other one, so I've got two more that I'm, I'm quite up for. Um, okay. One the Downton qu- Abbey film. No, one uh, quickly is uh, Shazam. Oh, yeah. So this looks like a, a kind of a remake in, in a way of the film Big, but without all the kind of wrong and weirdo sex stuff. <laughs> Um, Although they you, do go buy beers, don't they, in the trailer? They do go buy beers, but that's that's fine. That is okay. okay. So in this film, uh, official synopsis. Well, it's not it's not really a synopsis. It's a bit of a crap one, but it says anyway. We all have a superhero inside us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's case, by shouting one word, Shazam! This streetwise fourteen-year-old foster kid can turn into the adult superhero, Shazam. Uh, and it looks like it's got in some good humour in it, some you know fun uh, situational comedy for all the family. I quite like the look of it. What can I say? Yeah, it looks okay. Yeah. Um, some obvious ones that are left in the tail end of next year: Untitled Terminator reboot. <sighs> <laughs> really needs a better name, Ian. <laughs> um, Star Wars, obviously, at the tail end of next year. And Mr. Rogers, Tom Hanks thing, um, unannounced title. Okay. But Mr. Rogers is not really a big name Over here, in the no. UK, really. No, but um, that looks like a film where Tom Hanks will be lovely. Okay. Which I think um, everyone likes. Rambo 5, Last Blood. Oh, I missed that Rambo, one on my list. I focused Rambo on the goes, wrong Stallone. The official synopsis! Rambo goes up against a Mexican cartel in what's reported to be his last adventure. Um, and I've got um, a note here that just says, worried. You're worried about how worried good or bad about, it'll be. No, I'm worried about this being a bad film. Because I think it's no. going to be a bad film. Um, I think it could be pretty good. Can I just give you a quick rundown of a few of mine? And you can give me one, one, one word, word slash responses. And this has got to be the sprint to the end now, Ian. We've got... We're out of time. I mean, I'm um, finished, but go on. Okay. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dirt, the biopic of Motley Crue by uh, Jeff Tremaine, director of Jackass the Movie. There'll be too many of those biopics that like overly make people look good in the next couple of years. Yeah, but do you think that the director of Jackass the Movie is going to try and make Motley Crue look good or like a bunch of wild boys. I think that's what they want, and that's why it's annoying. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, make us look like real badass, man. Well, but I thought the dirt, the book, also had its fair share of like tragedy as well. So maybe if they oh, hit oh. that, if they do hit that kind <laughs> of vibe, then you know maybe it'd be fine. Um, you just said its fair share of tragedy, and I said, oh, cool. <laughs> okay uh, Child's Play remake um, I saw the poster the poster looks wicked um, none of the Child's Play films are actually any good <laughs> it's just the notion and idea of it that's like cool I think I don't know remains to be okay. seen but... uh, the Liam Neeson starring remake of the Norwegian film Cold Pursuit what do you think that one um I think it might be quite crap. Really? Um, I think it looks quite good. Decent source material, but I think he's... mm, I don't know. I've not seen anything about it. I'm going on your words alone. Oh, right. So, I mean, that's just 
me, you're just rebelling against me. No, no, no. Just that I think if he's doing a reboot of it, there's anyone knows what fucking level it might be at. Sonic the Hedgehog. I've seen posters. The legs. It makes me feel seen a the bit legs. weird. Yeah, it's weird. It looks the like legs. that weird fan art. The furries. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jordan Peele's Us. Up for it. There's, there's a new one. No one really knows what it's about yet, but, you know, pretty good cast. Um, Based his on last film's him. Ace. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so, one called Six Underground. Uh, six billionaires fake their own deaths and form an elite team to take down criminals. Uh, by Michael Bay. And at a, bullet, at a budget of 150 million US dollars, this is the most expensive film ever produced by Netflix. Jesus. Um. <laughs> Say no more. Um, and another one that's coming out on Netflix is uh, The Irishman, which is Scorsese's new film, starring De Niro, Pacino, and Joe Pesci. So that was also co-funded by Netflix as well. So they're. They're going mental. Um, and it says here in the trivia, this is Martin Scorsese's first film for Netflix, despite being opposed to watching feature films on a TV screen. I mean, I wonder what's made him change his mind. Fucking dollars, isn't it? Yeah, money. Um, and finally, um, I would just like to issue a very severe warning Um that in the year 2019, Rob Zombie will be releasing a new film. So just be on the lookout. Okay. And that stay is... indoors. Just don't go out. Stay indoors. You never know when it could come out or when you might see an image or a trailer. It's tough news. It's tough news. And I hate to end this podcast on such a low. But, but it's been such a high all duty. this year, hasn't it? So Yeah, it has been. But it's my duty um, as a professional podcaster to warn you of the threat. Um, you know, that is... That is stay strong, everyone. Stay strong. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, are you through your list, yeah? We're done. Wonderful. Well, that brings us to the end of our 100th episode, but just the start of a new chapter in Guys on Film. Um which will begin in 2019 have a lovely new year and a merry Christmas everybody yeah same from me um bye 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 Ollie we're getting harassed about renewing our domain for our website (laughs) 